welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome to Fracture Line, Dr. Dave Morris. We're very excited to have you on. We're calling this episode The Morris Debrief. We want to hear all about your life. Really, we want to start with East, because we know you just uh, were there, and you were the guy, as uh, Sarah Ann says. Tell us about your experience there. Um, East has always been a good home for me. I've, I've uh, had a lot of fun uh, volunteering there and, and being involved. started when I was a brand-new fellow uh, and uh, soon uh, graduate of fellowship, uh, just being able to hang out with the people that I looked up to, and the relaxed uh, atmosphere was really something that kind of uh, jived with me. So I got involved and uh, like most organizations, if you put your hand in the air and say, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do this or that job and produce on what you say you're going to do, um, I, I was uh, allowed to kind of do more and more and, and uh, been uh, fortunate to uh, work in some leadership uh, positions within East and to do some interesting stuff for it. So um, I think East is a great organization for young, uh, uh, early career people uh, coming up and trying to find a foothold and trying to figure out how to, you know, how to join the larger drama community. So um, I see a lot of parallels. In fact, I think about this a lot in my interactions with uh, Chestwall Injury Society. It, the way, the same kind of atmosphere, the same friendliness, the same kind of no hierarchy. Everybody's kind of on an equal playing field. Um, I, I felt the same thing, you know, when I got to know Ron Gross and some of the, some of those guys that also, um, you know, looked up who for years. I feel like when CWIS first started, I, I imagined, uh, I wonder if this is what East was like, uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago when it first started. So I see a lot of parallels, uh, both in the feel of the organizations and, and the growth and the success and the support of uh, young, uh, early career people. So it's uh, good stuff. I must admit, I think I was a third year resident, maybe fourth year resident. And I was listening to you on the podcast for East, like every day on a long commute to work. And then when I got to meet you, I, I thought it was a really big, you know, like you were just saying earlier, it's a big deal. It was a big deal for me. So uh, thanks for what you did on that podcast. <laughs> it, it taught me a no, ton. No, it's funny. I, I've had a lot of people tell me that they use it to fall asleep too. So uh, so it's, you know, it, it serves all kinds of different purposes. Well, I have the pleasure of, of working almost daily with Dave, and I can tell you that he puts his scrub pants on one leg at a time, <laughs> just like everybody else. So um, he's a he's one of the best things that's ever happened to our group, and I and I, I'm not sure the Mayo Clinic will ever forgive us or forgive me for stealing him away from them. But Dave's the real deal, and uh, we're delighted that he's uh, working at Intermountain, and. We uh, we're certainly in, uh, grateful for the contributions he's made to CWIS. I know his you know he's spread pretty thin. He's got lots of he wears lots of hats. So whatever he can do to help us, we we should certainly appreciate. No, oh, it's been great to be involved with CWIS uh, and kind of see it grow and, and be a witness to that stuff too. You guys have done amazing work and. Mark, what you're doing with this podcast, I really think is impressive too. I like the feel of it. I like the vibe of it as well. And so right back at you. Dave, regale us with a story from your East podcasting experience. What was the most humorous or most intimidating interview that you had? Something, tell us something we don't know. What was it like to interview Dr. Maddox? Yeah, so <laughs> there was some, it was really interesting. I mean, because I, I, I got um, involved in the podcast, I felt like pretty early on and, you know, nobody ever knew who I was. They, they really still don't, but they, they never really knew who I was. But when I said, oh, I, I'm doing this podcast for East. Everybody was 
was pretty willing to join in. So um, it was always it was always a nice intro. Uh, I do remember though uh, doing the recording with uh, with Dr. Maddox, and you know this this man's a living legend. I think you know we all we've all seen the name, we've all seen the videos, we've all heard him, and so to actually have him on the phone. Uh, and it's just it's just kind of a surreal thing. So um, we were doing a recording about extending the period of uh, permissive hypotension from the trauma bay through the OR. Actually, he was he had a one of his uh, early career people had done a, a study down there uh, in Houston, and the paper was basically a, a randomized trial looking at you know extending that period of, of permissive hypotension. And Maddox was very iconoclastic. Like he was like, we should take all the manometers and put them in the Museum of Medical History, along with the trephination spoons and the leeches or something <laughs> something like that. I can't remember exactly what the quote was, but um, I just remember thinking like, you know, here's a guy that's been, you know, he's been, he's literally wrote in the textbook for all these years. And here he is just ready to stir it up and just like tear everything down to the very fundamentals. If you're willing to get rid of and not care about blood pressure, like you're, you're open to all kinds of new ideas. So, um, that was really a moment that'll always stand out to me. The other one was I got uh, Dr. Holcomb uh, to talk about the era of uh, damage control surgery and how blood product resuscitation may uh, change some of that. And uh, did the whole podcast record. I think we had him on the phone for like an hour and a half. It was great. And I went to go edit the video and I had failed to hit record or I had lost the audio somehow. So I, I had done the whole, so then what do you do, right? Do you just like say, oh, forget it, you know, and, but cause you know, he's going to be watching for it to come out. And so I had to just like just tail between my legs and just, you know, call him up and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm the biggest idiot ever. And I hope I never have to ask for a job cause it'll, this will be the worst, uh, worst interview anymore. But uh, I have to say like, he couldn't have been more understanding and more willing to like, oh, Oh, sure let's pick another day let's do it again and um he was just phenomenal and so again it just you know reinforces the fact that these kind of societies are a great way to get to know people and although people are well known and 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 have a lot of you know name recognition in our field you know we're all uh we're all we're all just kind of doing our best to you know put together an honest day's work or as tom says it put our scrubs on one pants leg at a time <laughs> it's been a lot of fun now having finished East now, you know, turning attention this direction, you know, I know you wear both hats, Dr. Morris, in terms of helping with or volunteering, you know, very intensely for East. You also volunteer for us and, and you know, did the abstract reviews in December and then we had the opportunity to, to meet and review those and, and super appreciate that. But as you look to the summit, things, things that you're specifically looking forward to or things that our audience may not have, you know, kind of in their focal point yet, but that that you would want to say, you know, here are the top five reasons that you should definitely consider the summit. What I've noticed looking at the CWIS program, I like that it's uh, there's a slightly different focus in terms of there's there's obviously there's the scientific presentations, and we've definitely seen the quality of those presentations go up year after year, growing you know exponentially in terms of the scientific rigor and and stuff like that. So that's always good. But what I like about CWIS is I like to hear kind of innovative things that people are doing. And, you know, I like to hear Griffenstein talk about that weird light scanner thing that he, you know, that whatever that, whatever that was, I still, I don't even know that I can pronounce the word of what that was the, called. The or, or plethysmography. I practiced so hard like, to learn like that one. Whatever, plethysmography, <laughs> that like one. that kind of stuff and, and 3D printing and virtual reality and augmented reality and all these kinds of cool things that people are bringing to it. I think as a relatively new society, 
it's kind of cool to be relatively new, but then also kind of like the cutting edge and, and really seeing the group getting the recognition it deserves for, you know, I, I'm, I'm responsible for the manuscripts for East and it's a, it's a, all of the rib fracture ones are now quoting the CWIS non-flail study and sort of research come through and get quoted in other papers. And it's just really cool to see the hard work that CWIS has put in, you know, be recognized and incorporated into the larger trauma community. Sebastian Schubel and I always kind of joke because he's a member of my committee and um, and he made me a member of his committee at CWIS. So, um, and it's both for the manuscripts. So he's the manuscript chair for CWIS and I'm on his committee and I'm the manuscript chair at East and he's on my committee. And so it's kind of uh, cool to be involved <laughs> in awesome. both organizations that way. So. so you guys just came at IMED, you just became another collaborative center, right? All the legwork for that uh, really was Tom and Sarah Ann and Probably Don, I think, was involved to, to some extent. Wow, that was that was a great example of a team effort. You know, the, the the whole thing about the collaborative center is not one individual could make it happen. Sarah Majersik and Scott Scott Gardner and the the whole team really uh, stepped up and made that happen. So we're, we're we couldn't be more proud. And um, I'm not sure that our institution really understands what it really means, the significance of it. And uh, so one of our charges over the next year is to try to get them to understand how important this is and what a milestone this is. But I, I'm really excited this year at the summit because we're going to, we're going to showcase, we're going to announce, we're going to, we're going to feature and shout out those institutions who have who've gone the extra mile to, to make that happen for their, in their shops. Well, and so, I think, you know, you mentioned Sarah Majersik. I think we're lucky. Um, she's really woven into the fabric of so much of the CWIS research and uh, she's not a, she's not a spotlight kind of a person. But uh, she has such a good mind when it comes to research and organizing that and, and really somehow has the legs and the energy to, to get a lot of really hard stuff done kind of, uh, you know, kind of on her own. And, and so I think we're very fortunate to have her um, as part of CWIS. We're very fortunate to have her as part of our group at Intermountain because, you know, um, she's she's right there in the thick of all of the uh, research efforts. And so I, I feel like a little bit I'm writing her coattails when it comes to research. So she's a she's a fantastic partner to, to have with us as well. Absolutely. Well, I was just going to say, for those of our listeners who don't know much about the collaborative centers, um, one of the reasons I wanted to highlight them was just to make sure that anyone who um, is not already aware or <clears throat> otherwise hasn't had it on their radar our collaborative centers are hospitals or health systems that are interested um, in really having that whole whole approach. So it's based on the four aspects of our vision, patient care and access, rigorous research, education and networking, and then high quality team-based evidence-based care. Um, and so you have to um, demonstrate that you're um, achieving um, at least one of the aspects within each of those four categories. If anyone's interested in um, an application. It's a, a two-year um, term of approval once approved, and so there's an online application form. I can send you some some additional information, um, and then you know after that we we get to celebrate you, and and that's fantastic too. It comes with collaborative center co-branding so that you can share it with with your marketing and PR teams to to let people know that you've achieved this status. Just kind of a an overall preparation process for you know chest wall injury that you're looking at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the, the patient care. Hey, Dr. Morris, thanks so much for coming on. We're gonna move on to our weekly updates. Summit registration is open on the website. So, run, don't walk to the website with your fingers um, to to find the location where you can sign up. We are primarily. Um, 
hoping that people will be coming in person if possible. We do have an online presence. There, it will be a hybrid meeting. It will be live. There will also be um, you know, a recorded version for people that want to watch on an asynchronous basis. But um, I, I think the experience is going to be so terrific in person that if you can make it, you want to make it. Um, that, will be, that will really be the focus. It'll be at the Grand Summit Hotel in Park City, Utah. Um, we needed to shift the agreement just a little bit in terms of the total number of rooms um, that we had agreed to. And so um, they are revamping the contract. So right now the room block is on hold. They have promised me it will be open tomorrow. Um, so I will send out a formal email once that is available and then you'll know exactly what the group code is. You can call or log in line and make your reservations. It's going to be awesome. Um, the other item to announce for this week is that we have um, case review on the 26th, Wednesday the 26th at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, I think those are the things for this week that are the main priorities. Get ready for Summit and uh, join us for case review. We have really good cases this time, so don't miss out. I really want to say thank you to Dr. Morris, even though he, he had to leave the call early, but thank you very much, Dr. Morris, for coming on. It was always yeah. a pleasure to see you. Uh, I'd like to extend our collective condolences to Dave. He, he lost his grandmother this week, so. I'm very sorry to hear that. My yeah. condolences.